0: incredibly bright people for watching this podcast. Guess who this is? No, no. Yeah. It's Yucca water. Oh, could it be pinky? Or it might even be Carl finishing my croissant or it might be Raphael with a hot bunch of marshmallow tuna fish and Doritos pizza or even Donatello trying to figure out how my Apple watch works. <laughs> the main thing we all have in common is that we are pretty smart. Just like you. Cause we watch and listen to the canned air podcast and one more thing,
1: Narv.
2: Welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty, And I am Randy Hardenbrook. And this week, we're bringing you the coverage from our past weekend at the Fan Expo Cleveland Show 2022. Damn, what a fun weekend we had, right? Good show, oh, yeah.
3: yes. Yeah, Very I think
2: much. all around we had a great time, so we're just going to be kind of walking you uh, through our weekend a bit, telling you uh, mostly about the convention, but uh we just want to kind of let you in on everything that we got to do this weekend because, again, it was such a fun weekend. So that's what we're going to be uh, doing here today. But before we do that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at air Pod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. And if you head to our website, Candarepodcast.com, a few different other ways you can support us. There is the uh, merch tab right there in the uh, main list of tabs there. And then in the upper right-hand, or excuse me, upper left-hand corner, like where our social media clicks are, there's a Patreon button where you can click that and for five to ten dollars a month get access to a bunch of extra content that the normies aren't getting uh, i think it's good trade-off for the money they give us oh yeah definitely, yeah. yeah right
0: they're, yeah they're definitely getting a lot there
2: it's not like there's two or three things on there there's hours <laughs> there's hours on there <laughs> <laughs> and a whole nother hour and a half that we're probably getting ready to record uh, here in a few minutes after yeah, this serious. recording so absolutely yeah bang for your buck right there uh, and uh, Randy what am I forgetting
0: check us out on evergreenpodcast.com see us all the other great shows and uh yeah show some love
2: all right well let's just get right into it I don't think there's any need to uh sound the retro roundtable <laughs> alarm this week as this really isn't a retro again we're reviewing uh fan Expo Cleveland 2022 uh, we were given press passes and we got to go up there for the weekend and uh, this is the same con that was uh, t- uh, formerly Wizard World. Right. Mm-hmm. Rebranded. And uh, I got to say, you know, I was heartbroken to finally see the wizard ship finally fully sink, you know?
3: Kind of. That Just from the last experience, it was kind of inevitable, I I mean, guess, if you're looking at it same... like in the con
2: nutshell, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, take him out back and just shoot him. He, he's better <laughs> off dead. But, he's to at the same time, you know, like, Wizard had been such a, a
3: prominent presence, even
2: before the cons, the magazines, the magazines, the yep. Fair, you know, all that
3: stuff. So then it died with the magazine, came back as a convention, then died as a convention. Died again. So, rest in peace, Wizard. Will it but, stay dead? You don't see the body, so.
2: <laughs> it's still a lot. It's, I, I imagine if Elvis or, um, <laughs> or Andy Kaufman or any of those people who are you know, supposedly still alive when they mm-hmm. say they're dead. That's what Fan Expo kinda is as Wizard World. It's like <laughs> it's Elvis with a different uh costume on, but underneath the costume, it's still Elvis, right? It's yep. I mean it's it seemed this con seemed like uh what Wizard was in its in the heyday of what we it were did definitely yeah. Right?
0: Yep. With one notable exception though, right? What's that? No oh, Kano you Kato Kalen. Yep. <laughs> that was one of the first things on my list. No Kato. Oh,
2: that was <laughs> a presence that was his missing presence
3: was felt. It was, yeah. Hard. Yeah. And was... I didn't
2: even realize it in the moment. It was after we came home. I felt like, man, something was off. And it was just the simple fact that he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That stage over there, yeah. Okay, when you walked into the convention, you know, you where you get your tickets, and then you have your tickets scanned or your passes or whatever. When Before you walk into the actual convention, there's a big open area there with a stage and uh, has rotating shows, what, every 30 minutes to an hour or something, something like, like that? Something like that, yeah. Which <clears throat> is typically like a, you know musicians or dancers or cosplayers or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Wizard was doing uh, for a long time, too, uh, and Cato Kalen was kind of the MC of the entire okay. con. Yep. He would uh again he'd do trivia and he yeah, he just he kept engaged with the ever turning over audience in yeah. front of him <laughs> all day. It was incredible. Like the amount I, I can't summon that energy and he's older than I am. Right. You know what I mean? But the fact that he wasn't there, one, was definitely felt. And two, the fact that they didn't have anyone else
3: doing that. <laughs> right. There's was just some lowly schlump standing on the stage doing their thing with five I mean, or six people standing around.
2: The people we heard in passing, I thought sounded good. They did. I um, There was one, like, when we were walking, I think that we were leaving Friday. I can't remember, or we were just stepping out for a quick break, but... There was a guitar player who I was really digging his music, and uh, it really reminded me of, like, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds kind of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a girl on the floor in front of the stage who had, like, some big kind of baton baton thing she was twirling oh, around yeah, herself. Yeah. Great big thing. And I just thought, all right, well, she must, you know, she's using... the. She's kind of like the the fish that suctions up on the belly of a shark, you know, just kind of feeding off the audience that was already there because this other guy. But not the case. Uh, Turns out she was part of that show. Oh, okay. Really? (laughs) Uh, Who would have known? But, I mean, we came through later, maybe when we were getting, like, shots from the upper balcony, like, looking down on the con. But she was on the stage with him then doing stuff. Like, when we walked around the side of the stage, there was, like, a like a basket full of twirlers and batons and all oh, kinds okay. of stuff, so...
0: It, it felt very much like a coffee shop performance. Like, there wasn't, like, any hype man or anybody there, like, kind of, like, leading you into it. It was just like, oh, somebody's yeah. up on stage playing.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. the the TV next to the stage was the only MC there was. Just, like, <laughs> okay, like, this is who's going to be on next. But So, it's crazy how him missing from that equation, like, it's just... You totally just walk by it like you don't really care
3: that yeah, you look over. Oh, look, they're playing that song. I yeah. know. OK.
2: And it, I don't know. We've been following Kato on uh, Instagram for some time, and it seems like he's he's doing something like he's always in airports and every other <laughs> post he's doing and stuff like he's I don't know what he's doing now. I think he's hosting other events. But man, I, I, I really miss his presence. I got to say that
3: maybe it was just a paycheck that they didn't want to have to pay oh, for. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure yeah. it's not like it was because of his performance because he definitely drew a crowd. Yeah, he had a crowd. He had our attention. He <laughs> did Many
3: times. Yeah. <laughs> Especially once we realized who it was. Wait, that's Kato.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> even after that, even after that, you know what I've been seeing uh, him do so much on his Instagram is he's putting pictures of himself on the stand at the O.J. Simpson trial (laughs) next to Johnny Depp on the stand. Oh, my gosh. And it's like who wore it better kind of thing. I'm like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I wanted to talk to him, I wanted to talk to him for a while, but then I was like, what am I going to talk to him about? seems like the only thing to talk to him about would be the O.J. Simpson trial. That's all you know him as. And I thought, well, maybe that would be crass. But when he's posting shit like that on Instagram, I was like, well, maybe I should have just done it. it That's what like made him famous. He doesn't <laughs> give a shit, really. But, but anyway, so that that was, yeah, very noticeable. No Kato. Okay, so what else we got? What would we think overall of the con? Now, the con itself was pretty damn cool.
3: I like yeah, it. I, there wasn't. It was more artist based goods, I think, versus Artist Alley with their people selling their comics. There wasn't a lot of comic booths, I think. I mean, there was one aisle, but usually there's a lot more. And like Toy Vendors, there's only, what, three? It was very light. There
2: were, I would say, four to five Toy Vendors, but not all of them were top-notch. The thing is, when you're... Okay, we've seen this in The Wizard even the good wizard cons as of late is that there isn't a strong toy presence because they keep fitting so many other different things in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there was, like, I remember one year they had a whole section of the floor that was dedicated to, like, like Japanese claw machines and stuff like that and the whole, like, anime oh, wow. Sailor Moon section kind of thing. I, I didn't see that here, but my point being is the floor is being divvied up amongst many more genres, it seems like, as we go yeah. forward. Leaving less room for, an ex, you know, a lot of different toy vendors. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, I think f- with that kind of thing happening, I felt there I, there was more there than I expected. I'll say that. I mean, it wasn't not I didn't buy anything. There wasn't enough there to entice me to buy something. Right. But I wasn't even expecting what we saw as far as the amount of toys to be on the floor.
3: I think some of it has to do with their turn, with their what. What the toy vendors would have to pay to get a table, and what they actually sell.
2: Yeah, I, I know. I mean, I don't know about X, but with Wizard World, it was close to a grand just to have a booth, right. you know. So I can't imagine what a vendor who's actually, you know, not taking up just like an eight-foot table, but uh, you know, a whole big cubic square that he has, hmm. he or she has to sell stuff within. It's probably more expensive.
3: So it probably works better to have like homemade, custom type things that you can sell for a higher dollar because it's homemade, custom.
2: Versus... If you can get people to buy it, though, I mean, yeah. that's just it. I mean, a toy vendor isn't doesn't really have to sell his wares. They just kind of sell themselves. Right. You know, They're things that people already know when you're, you know, somebody who's making fucking bleach bottle pigs or whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> like... You know, you got to do some coaxing to sell your product. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to really talk up. You got to really do your work. But I know what you mean because I noticed that too. Uh, there were a few comics, but it was mainly like people who were doing uh, like canvas, like 11 by 17 prints of their artwork.
3: Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. There was not very many no. boxes of comics at all. I, I know. I think one I saw one place. I think that's where you got yours from.
2: Uh, I think so. It was just like a little little uh front he didn't have much it was just like uh three four boxes up front of like three dollar stuff and Mm -hmm. then high dollar stuff behind his table but i was looking at some of the footage we took and um while the camera's panning around the aisles i didn't notice while we were there but i saw in the video we caught travis horseman of omiculus he was there was he i didn't even see him i didn't either until we got home and i looked at the videos now we did see uh, ted sakura yeah sakura but we never ended up coming back to around to his table which which wasn't intentional um just a natural flow of the con i've always noticed that whenever we go to a con like you find yourself drifting up and down the same two or three hours yeah. like you have to really pay attention to where you've been otherwise you'll, you will never go yeah because I,
3: I know for a fact we passed him the one time and then thinking back i don't think i ever went that route again. The rest of the I time, I can already,
2: I can now just thinking about it. Think of sections of the con I never saw, not intentionally, but just because of the natural flow of people and mm-hmm. where your attention's being drawn, just kind of keeps you from certain areas. We, I, we didn't, we never went to the uh, okay, you know where we ate our lunch. Yes, mm-hmm. if we were standing at the booth and went to our right, I would. That's going south, I think. We never went up that aisle there.
3: No, we didn't. Yeah, you're right, and we never really went back into the. Well, if you're standing at the front of the convention looking down to the back right where the... I mean, we kind of did because there was that stage, but in between the... Sta- I mean, there wasn't oh, a lot right. there. It was a lot of empty area. Yeah,
0: I think Like over was. by the video game area that the yeah. U.S. Army or whatever put on? Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: there was not oh, yeah. much over there. I mm. tell you what, man. I got my stomach turned a little bit every time we walked past that army booth. It pissed me <laughs> off, man. <laughs> it really did. Because I remember when I was young how... Relentless recruiters were with yeah. me yeah, getting towards senior year. Mm-hmm. And here here it is. Was it the Army? Was it, in fact, the Army, or was it like the Marines or something? I think it was the Army. I it think it Army. was the Army. Yeah. And they had a whole big, big section of the con where they had nothing but tables with video games, mm-hmm. you know, luring families into first
0: person shooters. Yes.
2: <laughs> play their first person shooter Call of Duty kind of games. This is how
3: the battle is today, kids.
2: And then Wanna talk to, join? to them about joining the army. And I just thought, man, that's that's some sick shit. That, <laughs> that's a little sick. Rope them in. <laughs> it's like free if you candy love this Call of Duty of game, man. you'll love giving me your soul and paying for years of, of uh, psychiatric help. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with people who want to defend their country. There's not defend our country, but Christ, man, when you're at a comic convention mm-hmm. preying on little kids, like what the fuck?
3: Yeah, it's like a pedophile hanging at the candy store.
2: <laughs> well, if you like this, I got something at home that tastes even better.
3: Yeah. And, of course, they had the good old State Farm, T-Mobile, and what yeah. oh, else yes. was there? There was something else there that was just like, come on. People who are just was.
2: getting paid to sit around. They, that, that's <laughs> exactly
3: what they're doing. At least T-Mobile had traffic a little bit just because it's a phone company. But Yeah, doesn't
2: yeah, matter, matter Farm, where you are. No. Somebody needs a phone case or a charger, Serious. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now,
0: good I tell. got a question for you guys because prior to this con, the only two wizard experiences I had was one... Uh, when I saw you guys, your panel before I was part of the show, and then Mm. that last year that I was part of the show, and both of those were at Columbus. Is this kind of one of the bigger shows, that Wizard shows you guys have been to, or bigger cons? I mean, it seemed like there was a a lot more people there at this one than were the two I was at.
2: I would say this is one of the bigger ones. I think so. Um, I mean, typically, uh, when you go to like a celebrity uh, meet-and-greet thing it's only like on a back wall this had a lot of people
3: there was a lot of
2: mind you some didn't show up some were only there for one day but it it there was like a great big rectangle like back end of the convention center was squared off so i don't think i'd ever seen so many celeb guests you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there was a lot of them um you know and it's i don't know why but when they put the red carpet down in the aisles or any carpet for that matter it makes such a difference for me. Like it, I,
3: I noticed know. that right away as soon as you walked in, that we yeah. were walking down that felty red carpet. Now,
2: there was a year at Wizard, like probably the best year again with that mechanical bowl that year, remember? Mm-hmm. That's been the best one, I think, <laughs> so far. But that carpet almost felt cushy. It was almost like cushion under your foot. Yeah. This one didn't have that, but I mean, I'm nitpicking. It's not like a big deal or anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> at least it stayed flat and didn't bunch up anywhere and cause mm. tripping.
2: Friday night was more enjoyable than Saturday, but that's to be expected because everybody goes on Saturday. So there was just so many people and getting shots was very difficult. But
3: at the same time, Saturday was a little bit better than Friday with the cosplay because there was so much, so many good cosplays Saturday versus Friday.
2: It was so funny because we were like, um, okay, you know, we're here to get pictures of cosplayers and stuff. So let's wander the floor and find cosplayers. And then all at once they announced this, a cosplayer, like, like fashion contest. show thing, yeah. contest. <laughs> yeah. And every single cosplayer goes and gets in this
0: line. <laughs> so, like, there's now no cosplayers <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> that was on Friday, wasn't it?
3: No, that was Saturday. Um, half Saturday. Was that? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, like, first thing. That's right.
3: Right around where the the Wookiees were standing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right near the 501st. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I, I got a really cool picture of those Wookiees. And it's cool because, like, they were right next to the 501st booth. And as I'm taking a picture of him, a guy dressed as a rebel fighter pilot walks in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. So it's three Wookiees with this rebel pilot guy walking in front of them, And they're so tall, so my angle's pointed up. And the background is just like the interiors of the convention center, Mm -hmm. which is almost painted the exact same like whitish gray as like the inside of a Star Destroyer or something. (laughs) And then you can see like the light coming in from the convention center, like the glass fronts, you know, from a floor above us. Mm -hmm. So it almost looks like, the four of them are standing like in an underground bunker and it's like shutting or something.
0: I'm just <laughs> going to cool. run it away with it. But I just thought, <laughs> man,
2: like even the background looks star Wars in this picture. I was, I was happy with it.
0: Props to those guys. Cause I would be so scared walking around in stilts in that big costume that I would either trip and fall or like step on somebody.
2: They were impressive. Yeah. One of them seemed like he was just like a tall dude, but the other two were definitely in some kind of stilt thing. Yeah. Cause they were easy eight foot yeah easy oh easy tall. gosh and i the, the one that was the tallest i crossed paths with him a few times and both times i got my phone way up in the air and like right in his face and he just kind of walked by but the third time when he saw me do it he finally turned to the camera and
3: that's when he said something he
2: just looked into it like
3: yeah that was awesome <laughs> kind of like cowardly lionish
2: but <laughs> then i got a video of the three wookies all together uh taking a photo with this woman in a horrible ahsoka yes Does she have horns
3: yeah i was it trying was... to look at it multiple times <laughs> yeah. i'm like what has she got going on on her headgear? i
2: don't know <laughs> she looked a little too happy to be <laughs> wearing it though <laughs> anyway one of those wookies while they're posing for the camera starts like yeah and stuff and it sounded so good mm-hmm. the video is on the instagram and if you're watching the video version of this on youtube you know i'm gonna pause right here so you can see it but yeah yeah, Wookiees that sound like they should. It wasn't just some dude. There had to have been something going on there. Yeah. Right?
3: I don't think it was someone actually saying something. I think he had some kind of like an audio, audio box track in there. or yeah. something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's like the Stormtroopers, the 501st. They sound just like they're off the movie. Yeah. But it's just the radio voice that they have that's piped through their I elements. said audio
2: box. So a speaker, I guess yeah. that's what I was referring <laughs> to. We're getting technical, though. <laughs> the Soundy Boxy. <laughs> All right, I might as well just start touching on the cosplay. We've already talked about the Wookiees. Um, How about the Ghostbusters? We got to check uh, in on the Cleveland branch of the Ghostbusters.
3: They were super cool as hell. They were.
2: You know how every like city who has a Ghostbuster branch has their own logo? Yeah. Theirs Mm -hmm. is the only one that doesn't have the ghost in it.
3: Theirs was awesome. I noticed that when we were talking to them, I saw the patch and then later on when we were talking to him again they showed you the patch
2: yeah and they said it was like a uh i think he called it the guardian instead of a ghost it's the guardian is in the patch and maybe that's just some ghostbuster shit i don't know about the guardian but what i hmm. think it is, is is a cleveland thing because i think there's a park just a few blocks south of the convention center that has these like guardian statue thing i could be way wrong
3: well i know the the new baseball name is the guardians it's not the Indians anymore.
0: Is it the Guardians?
3: Yeah. No more Indians.
0: Wow, they named the team after the Ghostbuster squad. That's awesome. I mean, I know they changed the name. I just... Was that it, though? Yeah. Man, all right.
2: I'm yeah, because I, I
3: remember it. everyone was talking about the Guardians in Cleveland, and all I like to think of is of the galaxy. That's all that comes to my mind when I hear Guardians. Okay. But they were fun to talk to. Um,
2: and uh, I got to interview a couple of them, a mm-hmm. uh, father and uh, daughter duo who... I don't know if they're the ones who actually... Like orchestrate the whole thing or if they're just a couple members but we'll just cut over to the interview uh, i had with him right here we're here at fan expo 2022 and i stopped by to check out the ghostbusters what are you guys' names my name is laurel gosnell one more time laurel gosnell. laurel
4: gosnell i'm her dad jeff
2: it's nice to meet both of you i'm jeremy so can you tell us about your guys' chapter of the ghostbusters what do you guys what do you guys do on a typical ghostbusting day
4: we do anything that we can shoehorn that Ghostbusters is even tangentially related to. We'll show up at events and we... we uh, like for this one, we're trying to raise money for the Animal Protective League of Cleveland and Ronald McDonald House. So we oh, came nice. out here, so we're doing posing and for pictures and stuff, and you can try on our equipment and stuff.
2: We make kids happy. Yeah. And that's important to do, isn't it? It's funny, I've seen... No, I shouldn't say so many, but I've seen other Ghostbuster chapters, and they all seem very uh, aimed toward helping the community
4: that's kind of like right in the DNA yeah this all comes from Sony Ghost Corps, and they're very very liberal about letting us use the logos and things like that which is very as cool long day. as long as we as long as we really try to have a charitable aspect to it so. sure now are you one of the chapters that has your
2: own like patch like your own no, design patch
4: uh, actually and I'm not I'm not wearing one of my things but I'm actually very proud of our logo, maybe we can get a shot of it later. I would love we're one to. Of, we're one of the few that actually don't have a ghost in ours. Really? We have the we have the Guardians in ours, so we have the Ghost, the, we have the, the Hope Memorial Bridge as part wow. of ours. We're
2: hoping to make the Hope Memorial Bridge the Empire State Building of Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, I see where you're going now, yeah. okay, yeah. very cool. So, yeah. So how long have you been uh, a part of these this Ghostbuster chapter? I've been doing it since I was seven. I'm 12 now, so that's five years. Very good, very good. And you must love it. Yes, I do. <laughs> Making your father proud. <laughs> she lets me tag along. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me about your packs a little bit here?
0: Well, uh, we just
2: got these at a normal spirit Halloween store. But we attached these frames to it. Um,
4: oh, so yeah. That,
2: They've ordered theirs online, or they've made them. Most of them have made them um, on the I table. See. We have different ones. We usually make them out. Oh, okay. I'll have to jump over there and take a look at those. Now, another thing, the cars. Can you tell us about the cars at all?
4: Uh, well, our fearless fearless leader, Stephen. This is his car. He actually drives to work. He, he works for NASA, so this is—you'll see this in the NASA Glenn parking lot a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, people—I hear stories all over. People spotting this car all over Cleveland. They all tell me about it. Like, oh, I saw your car. It's like, so well, funny. I would love to take credit for it, but it's not mine.
3: <laughs> <I know. laughs> On I-40, I saw an Ecto-1.
4: And what's wrong with that? Yeah, I have a vanity license plate for my car. That's about it. the best I, I can bra- <laughs> brag up about it. <laughs> Drives me the, to school, right?
5: On, it's got the logo
4: in the front and an Ecto 7H in back, so, back. So you're the coolest in your class,
2: then?
5: Um, well.
2: If you're being driven to school in an Ecto, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, you don't need their validation. Um, you already know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> Well, I want to thank you guys so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me. It's really been a pleasure to talk with you, get to know what you're about, and check out your awesome gear. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, there you go. Uh, look at the badge. Uh, look at what they're doing. Their cars. Why? What is it about the PT Cruiser? It's just an.
3: I was thinking the exact same thing. I have no <laughs> idea. If, is it just that easy, easy to wanting. customize? Or
2: yeah, I mean, it works. I guess it's just because the the way the back is shaped makes room for the packs to all be on that roller
0: rack, maybe. Yeah, it's I don't got the know. big
3: trunk tailgate trunk that lifts yeah. up. Yeah, that makes well, sense.
0: It's, it's probably easy getting it in convention centers and stuff, too, with all the tight tolerances and stuff.
3: That's true. You get less room. You can get more ectos in one area versus <laughs> one car.
2: Yeah, maybe, <clears throat> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. but
0: It made um, sense in my head. <laughs>
2: yeah. They also had one of the uh, Ghostbuster traps on like the the RC the car one, like, yeah. from Afterlife, so that was really cool. Uh, I
3: was yeah. really upset to see that it didn't pop open yet, but she was working on that or getting ready to put that mod into well,
2: it. Well, I mean, those traps typically that you get aren't very durable they're not built sturdy you know no we
3: had a long talk about that yeah we (laughs) did
2: yeah we did so uh, you know it's it's gonna take a lot of ingenuity that i know i wouldn't have so Mm -hmm. you know don't take some especially you know she said she had seen another one of the ghostbusters we had talked to she about this trap she had said she had seen somebody who had made one of these traps on wheels but it actually opened up, and like fog came out of it in the green light. And I yeah. thought, oh nice. How are you putting a fog machine on <sighs> <know>. this thing? <laughs> Unless like,
3: it was dry ice or something in there. Yeah, but
2: maybe. I don't know if that, You think that would put off enough fog though? Eh,
3: if it was. And don't closed, you have to like pour
2: water onto dry ice to make yeah, it? Yeah, it's got to gotta have that?
3: water in it. So I, I have no idea. But a fog machine, I wouldn't think that'd be such a compact area to pump fog out like that to be able to for it to be like that I if you know.
2: kept it closed and pumped it full of fog and then after it starts seeping out the seams then opened it up maybe <laughs> it was... green
0: laser shoot <laughs> you get one you get what well, you get one shot and You're done. yeah right <laughs> something really funny during that and i don't know you could probably see it on the footage and jeremy i don't know if you were aware of this but when jack was filming you you know i was trying to stand <laughs> basically to divert people from walking in the middle. I was originally standing on the left <laughs> side and people started like walking the other way and getting past me so I'm like okay fuck it. I switched over to the other side and sure enough people started walking on the other side I was like come oh, yeah. on guys. It's unavoidable was, yeah. <laughs> It's really unavoidable But Jack was cracking up because I was like bouncing back and forth between sides trying to keep well, people from walking in shot. it's
2: funny right before he got here he had sent me a link to the footage he had gotten and I was watching it before he got here and I was watching the footage of the Ghostbuster uh, interview and, okay, so Jack is trained on me and the father and daughter, and then as I start talking about the backpack, then Jack zooms in on the backpack, and then as I talk about the car, you know, he's showing the car. Well, when it then cuts back over to me and the Ghostbusters. It's at a different angle, and behind the it Ghostbusters was so is it was Randy Randy's standing Randy's there, yeah. Merit, all like suave and debonair. Shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, that worked out so good when I panned back from the car that you guys were all facing me. So I was like, "Well, this worked out perfect." so yeah. I didn't have to come back around.
2: Yeah, it, it did work out, but it was just funny how Randy was just standing all nonchalantly back there. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up. Don't when I Don't know what to it. do with my hands.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what other cosplay stood out to you guys this weekend? Um,
0: My favorite one, and I don't know that Jack saw it. I think I showed him a picture of it after. Is just as we were getting ready to leave at the end, they had a guy in like a full on, I don't know if it was a, it was, it seemed like a velociraptor, but it was bigger than a typical velociraptor walking at the entrance. So I went over and, uh, I mean, this thing was big. I mean, it was probably every bit of 14 feet long, uh, nose to tail. Yeah, I saw the pictures uh,
3: of that. That thing was crazy. It It looks cool. Dumping a human. it, <laughs> it was really cool human. yeah <laughs>
0: well the funny thing is and i think i made the comment to jeremy at the time was it was so big and bulky and as tight as those aisles were and as many people where i almost wanted to stick around to see how many like you know mountains of funko pops got knocked over but oh shit
2: i, <laughs> I can't imagine they took that full apparatus like fully into the con i can't they
0: would have been
3: stupid uh, walking straight down the aisle
2: (laughs) (laughs) think of how many people you would have irritated one two yeah the amount of shit you would have knocked over with that tail
0: well just just as i was finishing up he like turned and there was a a handler or something there with him like a couple people trying to keep people back and the tail like swung around and smacked (laughs) this guy literally like right along the side of the face (laughs) like you heard like a (laughs) wow i, I would have that. hit the floor
3: screaming <laughs>
0: <laughs> i wish i could
2: have
3: seen that. <laughs>
2: oh man um what else there was a cool space balls crew oh yeah there, yeah we, all four. we of saw them. a couple um lone star and barfs over the weekend but saturday we saw a, like a whole entourage of lone star barf dark helmet uh, oh, that's a, right. There was a baseballs crew member, like just one of the guys in white. Yeah, Vespa and, then, and Dot. And then Dot. Right. Yeah. We, <clears throat> there wasn't a Vespa. There was. No, wasn't there a Vespa? Not that I saw. I thought I she was
3: there that. with us at the four when we first walked in and got that picture.
2: If she was, no, she was, no, maybe off was doing just...
3: something else because
2: I didn't get her in the group picture I took. Hmm. Now that I think I don't though, remember yeah. seeing her. No.
3: The Um, Macho Mandalorian was pretty cool. Oh,
2: yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) Did we get any footage of that? Did you guys? I didn't. No, I didn't. Unfortunately. Yeah, he looked cool. The Macho
3: Mandalorian. I don't think he ever had. Well, no, I don't think he did. He have a helmet. He had a helmet, but he never had it on. He had a helmet.
2: I never saw him without it. He had like a backpack that was all like bubbly looking. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was Macho Man Randy Savage paint on the Mandalorian. For the most part, he looked awesome.
3: And then there's also the Green Lantern Mandalorian too. I it didn't was see pretty that. Pretty sweet. I will have to find a picture of that. I don't think I grabbed. I don't think I got a picture of him, but I've seen one from the weekend, and mm. it was pretty sweet because his backpack was like the construct from the ring, and then it was like I think it was like clear, but otherwise he was dressed up like a Mandalorian in Green Lantern colors. It was pretty That's neat. sweet.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, <clears throat> I missed that. It, it, it's always refreshing to see like different takes on cosplays. Like you see the typical, like Harley Quinn and Joker, like the, the normal kind of con fair, but it, it was fun to see. I think there was like a uh, inspector gadget was cool that we saw the macho Mandalorian. Mm. Um, the space It's just cool to see like other oh, I forgot properties. about the inspector gadget. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: right. Just saw him real quick.
2: He was walking in as we were walking out. I yep.
0: think, but on the flip side of this, on the uh, the flip side of that, there's always that one cosplayer that I think just does it for attention and there was kind of a running joke with the three of us for the uh two days with the guy that was dressed up as the Witcher, like strutting around. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He God was dressed like that. To both, women. Yeah. yeah. Both days too in in the after party. It's just you you could tell he was enjoying being the center of attention. Oh yeah. And I think and I think Jeremy was joking about him sleeping in, like, the what the gutter or something overnight. He <laughs> well, was
3: trash it. that night we went to that after party. <laughs> yes, he, was he was ripped when we got there.
2: So there was a uh, after party that happened at the Haunted House restaurant, yes. which is, like, mm-hmm. east of downtown. And essentially, it's just a bar, restaurant bar with a horror theme. They play horror movies on TVs in there. And there's all kinds of, uh, what, like, spirit Halloween stand-up kind of yeah. shit there. there. was and a Chucky much. in there,
0: some other things
3: yeah <laughs> it was like
0: Applebee's, but with like haunted house stuff
2: yeah i would call that fair you know but they had a we went over there at what what 10 30 11 something mm-hmm. like that it was late <laughs> and they were doing a cosplay contest and uh i mean it happened so fast i don't even know how it happened because there was a line of people in this contest that wrapped halfway around the bar but then the contest itself was over in the mere minutes. Yeah. Like, m- literally minutes. But
3: I want to say that they announced less names than what I remember standing in front of us in line, it seemed like, too.
2: Yeah. Maybe they just chose from the top f- first five. <laughs> I don't know. But
3: yours was terrible. You're not coming up here.
2: No, the only <clears> reason <throat> I was saying that shit about him
3: being in the cutter was
2: because <laughs> you guys were both like, oh, I feel so bad for him. He didn't win. And I'm like, "What? he already has won." like. He's the dude for the next two or three days, you know, dressed yeah. up as Witcher. Like, and I think I just made a joke that yeah, he was so upset
0: about not winning, he just cried himself to sleep in a gutter or something.
3: But. I didn't really feel bad, but I was surprised he didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, was, it was a
0: really good, co- a really good cosplay. I mean, it was. I
3: think his it was best better part of than the him one that was that won. he was over six foot tall, so it he well. stood out in front of everybody. That's why.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his blonde locks. Yeah. That place was all right. I don't know. That place reminded me of my age.
3: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Look at those old dudes standing over there. Yeah, about 10 years ago. Listening to current (laughs) hip-hop.
2: We're still down with the kids, right? (laughs) But it was all right. It was cool enough, I guess, to see. I guess. I mean, I I almost dipped out. I was almost to the point telling you guys, yeah, just go. I'm just going to chill in the hotel. But... I was like, no, nah, better go. You know, something something cool could happen. And
3: if you would have been like, eh, i have been like, nah, all right, that's fine. Because <laughs> I wasn't getting to 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 actually to the point where we were going to go. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be even worth it. Luckily, we knew people that were there. That was probably right, the right. highlight. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: I mean, it was a saving grace. But yeah. Now you're making me wish I would have said that.
3: <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm not mad. We went. No, no I'm, I'm not, not either. either. But my uh, wallet was. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. Those beers weren't cheap, were they? (laughs) At Mm. least we got some free Crown Royal shots out of them. There you go. Yeah.
3: And plastic cups, beer in plastic cups, too. (laughs) Guinness in a plastic cup. Gosh.
2: gosh. (laughs) My. Sacrilege. Absolute favorite cosplay this weekend. You already know who I'm going to say. Drunk Jeffrey. Yep. Somebody acquired the. Outfit for Jeffrey the giraffe, the last incarnation of him from when Toys R Us closed, you mm-hmm. know, and it's the actual Toys R Us like uh, costume that they would wear at store openings or events or whatever. But he has put an earring on it. He has like a magnetic cigarette hanging out of his mouth. One of the eyes is like half shut on <laughs> one side; the other eye's bloodshot. He's wearing underwear, like tidy, white, white tighties. <laughs> yeah, and what I thought after looking at the footage. Remember I told you it looked like he had drawn like hair coming out of oh, his Oh no, backpack. yeah, it was a tramp stamp on it. It was back. a tramp yeah. stamp. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. But and the guy inside was playing it up well. I don't know how well it was catering t- toward younger audiences. No, not at all. Because when you look at him that's what's gonna draw that's what it's gonna draw in, you know. Mm-hmm. But um I got some awesome footage of him which is on Instagram, and I'm going to... I'll just i will just put it in
0: right here. I'm sorry for your loss <laughs> Listen, that doesn't even begin... I got
2: three X Y's. I to you take me there on my birthday.
0: You used to go there on
3: your birthday? Yeah. What happened? Uh, I take
0: Amazon took Amazon ruined. Jeff Bezos ruined a lot. I bet you used to go to libraries, too. Those are still a thing. Those are still a thing, yeah, you know what? No one goes to them. Jeff Bezos had started with the books, and now he's going for all of us. (laughs) Yeah. Soon this is just gonna be one big Amazon convention. And you can't go until you write Jeff Bezos a check. How does that feel? So what are you gonna
2: do? You're never gonna pick up smoking. That's lesson number one, okay? You're never gonna grow up. And you're gonna quit buying stuff online, all right? Right
0: there.
1: High five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to get to these New Toys R somewhere Think about it Think about it right. Someone put my tail in my tail hole
2: But anyway getting back to <laughs> What was funny about the footage I just got there was Okay so he's talking to this kid This kid he's like The guy who's playing drunk Jeffrey is going to walk Onto the red carpet area where the cosplay Had been happening and pretend like he was Taking a dump on it <laughs> So he pulls down his tidy whities and bends over, and about the time he's starting to do all this, this kid walks up. How old would you say? Were you there?
3: Yeah, he was probably, oh 12,
2: 10, 12? Yeah. And he walks up and says loudly to him, I'm sorry about the loss of your store. Which I thought, oh, that's, you know, <laughs> what a sweet kid, you know? Okay, so I've watched the video a few times, and I think I captured the moment that this guy realized... Okay, maybe I need to think about what I'm saying because <laughs> kids are being drawn to this. Because he started, if you listen to it, he starts going in about, you know, oh, you think my store's closing is bad. He goes, well, I got three ex-wives. And like he was going to start going into that kind of a bit. But mm. he cuts himself <laughs> off quick when the kids start saying, I used to go there on my birthday. And then he... he, he I mean, he, he starts talking to him about, oh, you went on your birthday. Well, why, what happened? Why'd you quit coming? Oh, because of Amazon. And then he goes on a whole Amazon rant. I think I caught the moment he learned that he had to kind of <laughs> filter Taylor what his, he's saying with yeah. who he's saying it to, because the, it seemed like the ex wife stop talk stopped hard and quick. Yeah. But <laughs> he was holding a little sign that said toys for sale. And on the backside, it said, follow me on Instagram, and Twitter, at drunk Jeffrey. Can't find him anywhere on Instagram. You found his Twitter, though, didn't found you? found him on Twitter, okay. but it doesn't look like he's posted on there in like two years. Mm. <laughs> but the pictures are hilarious. <laughs> like his the profile one. pic is him standing in this big fucking mascot outfit, waist deep in a pool, surrounded by women in bikinis. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I wonder if he's got multiple of that suit or it, it held up okay after know, being in man. a pool.
2: I don't know, I'm guessing he's probably just wearing like yellow sweatpants because like when I've seen costumes of the actual mm. guy, like I think the, I think his legs were just yellow. I think the actual costume's legs actually had stars on them too. So maybe he's just replacing the sweatpants, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe chlorine doesn't hurt. uh a big faux fur, faux right?
3: <laughs> so yeah. funny, he was walking around with a VHS of the Land Before Time. I thought it. No, asking, I thought it was a great outdoors. No, it was a land before time because he was like, you can't get this anywhere. You can't get this online.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, He was by far my favorite cosplay because the second I saw him, I was drawn to him like a fucking moth to the (laughs) flame, man. I was on it. Like, I don't even remember what I was looking at, what I was doing. I just beelined it to him and I just I got a few different videos of him, lots of pictures. Uh, That was my favorite cosplay, though, by far. Just looking at what Jeffrey has become lost <laughs> in his de- depression since the toy store has gone away. We could have
3: gone down that same path, but
2: we
0: didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> the cautionary tale of Jeffrey.
2: <laughs> but, all right. Anything else on cosplay? Anyone else we want to mention? There was a, there was a woman dressed as uh, Queen Amadala that I got a picture of. She was pretty cool. That was pretty cool,
3: too, yeah. Don't I know. know there's that Warhammer guy that was standing out in the front that was about seven foot tall. He was pretty cool. That's a pretty big, bulky costume.
2: What about okay? That we walked past this table that was selling like foam swords and guns and stuff, and they had a Thanos mask. Oh
3: gosh, sitting <laughs> on this table. The horrible, horrible spirit Halloween. Oh, it was Thanos a horrible
2: mask. mask, and I just kept thinking, this is what happened to Thanos's head after it got cut off in Endgame, because <laughs> yeah. it looked like a head just rotting on
3: a table. Maybe if it was on a head, it might have. Looked a little better, but other than that, it was just this <laughs> deflated, mashed-looking purple face. Yeah. What
2: else was there? There was a pretty cool Doctor Strange and um, uh, Scarlet Witch there, but I didn't get a great picture of them. I did get some pictures, though, but...
3: There's a lot of Scarlet Witches this time. I think she's taken over Harley Quinn's, which, thank God that that's coming around.
2: <laughs> I, I You know, I've been trying for years to put <clears throat> together the Marvel Illuminati on my shelf over here, okay? hmm and I've got a, I've got three of the six or seven characters I need uh, without thinking too hard about it now. One I don't have is Doctor Strange, and I don't want like a Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor Strange. I want like the old Alex Ross looking yeah. Doctor Strange to put up there because that's how the rest of them look. And I have never found one. I found one at this con. I was like, there he is. That's the one I need. Fifty bucks.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, just
2: because that fucking movie's coming out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's was like that... the the one figure the the new Marvel Legends the I can't remember what is what he's called the Guardian Strange or so what it was it called
2: oh uh, he's like in red and black
3: yeah his hair's real slick back yeah and he's got prominent white stripes on the side that thing was like what fifty or sixty bucks he was fifty as well yeah I I uh, I wanted him too but mm-hmm. um I didn't want to pay that I'd, no I'll wait from Hasbro to get it for thirty five so
0: was that the vendor that uh. We were. T- I was talking about the DVDs on. Yes. So same vendor. I noticed he was selling like complete like they they looked like they were ripoffs, but are like reprint it reprints or whatever. But like complete um cartoon series, and one of the ones they had was Captain Planet, which I've been telling my kids mm-hmm. about just because it was fun, and you cannot find the complete series anymore. Yeah. So I was talking to him about it, and it was like a seven or eight disc set. set. And he's like, "Well, let me tell you. So you got twenty dollars for the first CD, and it's five dollars for every or DVD after that. So it, I'm like, that's so that's like what ninety bucks for that mm-hmm. one? And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, I'm not now. <laughs> and there, it was like it looked like he took like the cover like in an inkjet printer, printed it off, and cut it and like wrapped it. Oh like, it yeah, it was not. They were not good copies.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'll find those people at every con. But there's a part of me... Well, I mean, not that guy. that $90 for the Captain America or Captain Planet run? Pff, no. Even the people who, <laughs> who were putting that shit out wouldn't charge you anything close to that. You know what I mean? You know, at the same time, like, before Netflix and, um, like, Disney Plus had the Spider-Man series. Like, the only place to find it, really...
3: Those same vendors. was Those same kind yeah. of
2: vendors. Uh, the <clears throat> Japanese Spider-Man show—that's the only place I've ever really seen it. Course, Other than clips looked. on
3: YouTube, that was right. Yeah, that's the only place.
2: So yeah, yeah I, I mean, there are those people that uh, do. I think charge. I mean, they—they're always expensive to some out to some extent, but ninety dollars for Captain Planet—fucking no way! <laughs> and you know that um, you're not getting like high def, high definition with those either. They're like right. literally going to be like VHS recordings off of off television of, DVD, that yeah. have been just transferred to DVD.
0: Like, I can get the out-of-print Shout Factory Captain Planet for Complete Series for that amount. Like, if I'm going to drop that, I'm going to get the actual thing that's got higher def.
2: I want uh, the Drew Carey show in its entirety badly, but it does it's not made. And I had been telling Ryan about it, and he found it on some kind of website where you can like pirate movies and shit mm-hmm. you know and he put it all in Plex so i could watch it but you know each one like one of them will say like fox 28 in the bottom corner <laughs> or something and you know they're again they're just pieced together recordings that people have recorded around the world you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: i'm looking for this episode can you get it for me does anyone have it you know so better speaking than nothing
3: speaking of old dvds i came across the blu-ray <clears throat> tripping the rift that i have at home
2: Tripping oh wow Rift.
3: What's yeah. that? we had talked about that a couple episodes ago it was a off-color oh, was sci-fi that, you know. cg tv series
0: sounds familiar i think i showed you a picture because i think i was the one that brought it up but the, yeah
3: you uh... had brought it up hmm. yeah but i'll have to bring that over
0: yeah jeremy i'll like that
2: <laughs> yeah i don't recall
0: but uh anything else before we move on Mm-mm.
2: All right. Well, let's just, uh, I guess, get over to the couple of interviews I was able to snag. First, with talking to Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario. And, um, damn, uh, the best part of this wasn't even talking to <laughs> no, him. No, <laughs> yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was cool to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So very cool. <laughs> but the, what happened right before it was just made my, made my day. Okay, so... What happens when we go to these cons, like covering them, like when we're going as fan expo press, you know, you you submit an application, you get approved, and then you're told, well, you'll be able to possibly get interviews with these people if they're available at the time. So we had a list of people. You know, you always choose way more than you know you'll get. It's kind of like when we send out emails to do this show. We'll send out like uh, five to eight emails and maybe get a response back so you know we choose a lot of different names hoping to get a couple and that's you know that's typically what we get is one to two and then after you choose who you want you go you get your press passes and then you tell jerry the guy who's at the uh press press uh badge handout booth there you know that you're wanting to do interviews he tells you a time to come back to the booth and then he leads you and all the other press people into the celebrity area and then He's the one who will then hand you off to a celebrity for a quick interview. I was feeling a bit randy, no pun intended, randy. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the game fix guys—they had uh, two or three years ago at a Wizard Con just walked straight up to him, yeah, asked for an interview, and just got it. Yeah, had he had time. nobody.
3: Nobody was at the table, so they right. thought, sure, let's run over here real quick.
2: And that's the same thing that was happening here. Yep. There was no one at his table. And, you know, Jerry was out there helping people get where they need to be, but he was occupied with other people, getting them their interviews, and I just thought, I'm just going to go try to get it on my own.
0: Well, in your defense, too, there was, like, at least 30 other people there it wasn't just like us and somebody else i wouldn't say 30 but
2: there was there was probably what 10 to 15 10 to fifteen, yeah i would say enough enough to keep him occupied
3: it was a hell of an entourage for jerry that's for sure <laughs> <I know>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was leading a parade through that con wasn't yeah it? yeah he was um but so i started walking toward charles and his handler quick jutted over into my line of sight waving her arm being like, hello uh yes uh over here yes can i help you I'm like, oh, Christ. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I just wondered if I could snag a quick interview with uh Charles, you know, for our show. I'm doing press for Fan Expo. Well, are you doing it, like, for them? Or are you doing it, like, through them for your show? Or what is it? And I said, yeah, I'm doing it for them. And I held up my lanyard because it says Fan Expo 2022
3: Press. Yeah.
2: It says it right there. Okay? hmm and I held it up and she goes, I can read your badge. Yeah. I see your badge. <laughs> so, so fucking uh... snide bitch. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, we're here for Fan Expo. They gave us the press passes. But yeah, it's, the coverage is going on our show. Oh, well, we can't allow that to happen. Yeah. So I, I just thought, okay, I shouldn't have done that. Now I'm not even gonna do it if Jerry wants to, because I'll feel stupid like I went and just told Daddy on someone. Yeah. Like, Daddy she yeah, pushed me she in the let sand. Me do it. She pushed me in the sand, but um you know, it just so happened that Jerry was over there talking then shortly after to her and Charles, and he came back over and said, Okay, who wants the Charles interview? And so Raise my hand. We were
3: first as, first and closest, so. First ones and closest. So
2: he <clears throat> shot us into the pen. He walked us over there. And that woman's face, oh, my God. <laughs> she saw me coming up behind with him, you know. And, oh, my God. I didn't realize you were actually with. It. And I just sat there. and I was like, I just told, I told you. you. yeah, <laughs> I fucking told you. But I didn't say that because Jerry was there.
3: Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I just, was trying so hard not to have a Cheshire grin that whole time standing there behind
2: She was just getting red in the face a little bit Mm -hmm. and trying to play it down. And, uh, you know, I was trying to be like, oh, it's no big deal. But I was just eating every every beat of sweat off her brow. Like, oh, it was awesome. (laughs) It was so awesome. But then the quick follow-up moment for me was then talking to Mario. (laughs) So So let me just cut over to my, uh, it was only a few minutes, right? It was like four minutes. We don't get full conversations with these people. So let me cut over to my quick interview with Charles martinet the voice of mario we're here at fan expo cleveland 2022 and i'm standing here with the voice of mario himself charles martinet charles amazing to be here in front of you man
1: thank you very much Uh, hello for all my friends in cleveland it's me super mario your number one that
2: never gets old man that (laughs) never gets old well i I know the story of how you became mario but for the people who don't i was wondering if you could walk us through this a little bit how mario was originally you crashing an audition
1: yes i was sitting on the beach doing what actors do waiting for the phone to ring actually back then it was pagers. this was 31 years ago and my pager went off it was my friend i thought oh we're gonna go have dinner but it was um instead he said you got to go crash this audition i said i would never crash an audition i'm a professional actor where should i go he told me the address and i got off the beach and i went there And I was walking in the door as the cameraman and the producer were walking out and I recognized the Sony Betacam bag and I said, can I read for this? And the guy goes, (laughs) all right, come inside, we'll set the camera back up. You're an Italian plumber from Brooklyn, you know, named Mario for this company called Nintendo. Never heard of Mario, never heard of Nintendo. So we're going to have this real time animation system. So you can have these things glued to your face and when you move. Your face, that's going to roll these little roller balls, and that's going to make things. Anyway, it's a real-time animation system. We have no idea if it's going to work or not. If it doesn't work, you still got to talk to people all day. I'm not going to pay you to drink coffee all day. So make up a voice, make up a video game, make up anything you want. Start talking, and when you run out of things to say, that's your audition. And I thought to myself, Italian plumber from Brooklyn, you know? Get out of my face. I'm working here. Or, what do you want for me? I'm ready the sink. I thought, I don't want to do that because there might be kids out there. Sure. But I had played Gremio and Taming of the Shrew. Nice Italian guy, I talk like it is. I am making young, and I just have a good time. But well, wait a minute, I don't know anything about video games except waka 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 <laughs> waka. You know, <laughs> And I thought, I'll make up things about food because obviously food is my thing. Yeah. And I, I heard, actually, I said, hello, I'm a Mario. Let's make a pizza pie together. And I started making up things about, we would make food, I would chase you with it, and then you would, you would, I'd catch you, you'd eat it, and then you'd chase me with something. I'd eat that. And we went back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth, and he never said stop. So I never stopped until I heard, stop talking, cut, there's no more <laughs> videotape, thank you, we'll be in touch. So I had talked through the 30-minute tape. And uh, he got on the phone, he said, I found our Mario, I got him. I went back to the beach, watched the sunset, and that was that, you know. That's Thank God you crashed that audition. 31 years ago, of wow. absolute joy, yeah. 31 years, congratulations, that's Thank incredible. Thank you very much, you know, it's four, four generations, I don't know how many generations, but people come up to me that are 50 years old and say, I grew up with you, you know, and uh, you know, the, it's, been, it's been a tremendous honor. I'm one of those people. i played, what what was the first game? It was uh, 64? Mario 64. I did Mario Teaches Typing and Mario Fundamentals before they were, were, but those weren't platform games. Right. And those were the ones that helped me hinge in exactly what I wanted to do with the character, make him full of love and joy and happiness. and fun and be the real essence of who I wanted to be as a human being, you know? (laughs) Right. Now, is Mario in real time something that still happens? Yes, at the Nintendo New York store, you can go in and you talk to Mario live in real time. It's, It's really quite amazing and are you behind the scenes of that oh app, i'm everywhere i am everywhere <laughs> so how does that work is that done remotely now yeah or? it's remotely done I mean, you know we originally we had a supercomputer the size of this table sure and we had dry ice on top of it to crunch all the numbers that were going through as my little rollerball would roll now it's all done through a microphone it's it's you know micro you know because if you say ooh or ah that makes your voice your mouth move a certain way right. and that's how it translates to the character the actual Sound instead of the rollerball movement. That's incredible. incredible. It really is. As Sim Graphics so Engineering exciting. is the company, oh, and they're, they're doing all kinds of things now with uh, remote voicing, and you know, so that someone can look exactly like a real person or like an animation and talk to people remotely all over the world. Sure. It's amazing. It's beautiful. I think we're running out of time oh. here, but Charles, oh, I want yeah, to thank you so much
2: for taking time mind. to talk
1: to me, man. And thank you for playing my games.
2: <laughs> Woohoo! All right. So that was fun. Very
3: nice guy, right? Mm -hmm. Cool to talk to him. He doesn't sound anything like Mario until he does the actual voice. And he likes to do that voice. Oh, hell yeah, he does.
2: I'm the
5: number one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm I'm happy that worked out. Uh, Even though it had to happen the way it did, I'm (laughs) glad it worked out. He's somebody we've wanted to at least get a few minutes with for a long time. We've tried to get a hold of him before, I think. Yeah, multiple times. Uh, We just sent an email out not long ago and didn't hear shit back. So... (laughs) Uh, if it's going through that woman, which it's probably not, but if it is, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, let's cut over to another interview I got with, uh, if anyone has seen Clerks 2, he was Elias working at movies with Randall and Dante in Clerks 2, which, man, Clerks 2 has got to be, and I'm not just saying this because I got to talk to him, I talked to the guy because of this, one of my all-time favorite movies. It's just one of those, I, it, it, it holds a special place in my heart, it truly does. <laughs> So to talk with him was uh, really cool, and there was a problem with the audio. See, my recorder, I'm so used to the old recorder, where when you hit record once, you're recording. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. This newer recorder, you hit record, and it primes for recording. Oh. It starts flashing. Then you have to hit it a second time to actually start the recording. Oh, geez. I didn't realize that till he was about finished answering his first question I asked him. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Randy was taking some video on iPhone, and I got I was able to get the audio from that, though it's not the greatest, it's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear a hard clip into where I remembered hit record. (laughs) It's like you
3: put your hand on top of the mic and then let go of it, (laughs) (laughs) kind (laughs) of.
2: All right, so anyway, I talked with him, uh, just a little bit about Clerks 3, and I talked to him also about. You'll have to look it up online When he was on the Tom Green live show When Tom Green was filming that live show In his living room of his house mm-hmm. Early days of the internet uh, Trevor was on there with Guar. <laughs> it was nuts It's on YouTube, <laughs> you can watch So anyway, uh, let's just cut right over to my uh, Interview with uh, Trevor Furman Here at Fan Expo Cleveland 2022 With Trevor Furman Hello, You're alright man <laughs> This is this is fault. It's a bad music design, don't blame me Hey, no problem. Trevor Furman, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me. The pleasure is all mine. So, uh, let's just get back right to work's dream, man. What's okay. it like revisiting Elias again, and how's that character
5: changed since the last time we saw him? Uh, weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's weird to not act for 15 years and then to do it again. But it was really fun. I don't know. Yeah, I, It was, uh, yeah, I don't know. In the end, it was not difficult, but everybody that I... That I work with is super nice, and you know, script's really funny. So it was just, it was really fun. But sure. yes, initially a bit discombobulating.
2: I can imagine. Did you grow up with Clerks?
5: Not really. No. Um, I liked it, but I didn't. Uh, I I had seen it before. I I'd seen a bunch of Kevin's movies before I did uh, audition for Jeff's movie. Uh, okay. So I was in a movie that Jeff wrote and directed called Now You Know.
3: Yes, yes.
2: And be-
5: yeah, so before before I was cast in that movie, I'd seen a bunch of Kevin's movies, and I, I liked him. But I-, I wouldn't say I grew up with him, no. When it comes to filming
2: Clerks 2 versus Clerks 3, any major differences, or was it just like slipping back in with the family?
5: Uh, yes and no. So definitely very much like slipping back in with the family in that everybody, the rapport was still the same with everybody. Everybody was still nice. It's still the same funny jokes and everything like that. But Clark's 2 was, um, we were more, it was more, we were hanging out, how do, it was like, there were a lot of parties, because we had, we had a, I don't know if you've read this or heard this anywhere else, but we were shooting that out of an abandoned Burger King.
2: Right, and we were like, in the hotel, like, yeah, right the, next door. Yeah,
5: and so we would, we would, like, hang out and kind of play poker and drink beer, and then, like, we'd crash in the motel often and then just wake up, because you get up really early to do movies and stuff. Right. We'd wake up and just sort of do it again. And that was my memory of that. So that was really fun. Of course, fast forward to Clerks 3, and we've got COVID policies, right? So That's true. We're not, like, going out to, you know, parties and stuff. It was just, like, a different scene. Sure. But it was cool um, because we were in Red Bank. So we, we shot Clerks 2 in, like, Anaheim in California. And this time we shot Clerks 3 the whole time in, in Red Bank. Oh, wow. And so, okay. so we go out to, like... It was different. It was good, but it was just good in a different way. Because uh, hanging out with Jeff and Brian, like going to get dinner with them after after shooting in Red Bank, it's kind of like going to get dinner with like Jerry Lewis and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> everybody like, knows. Them. Like everybody knows. Right. You, like people send you over free drinks, and it's just like, you know, it's really funny. So, right. so that was a cool experience.
2: That's cool. I cannot wait to see it, man. But there's one more thing I have to ask you about, kind of off the wall. You were on Tom Green Live. <laughs> yeah. You were on there, it was you and Guar as the guest, and yeah. it just looked off the wall crazy. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
5: Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> that Why was insane. That <laughs> was one of the crazier things I've ever done in my life, because um, he was, it was a brand new show at the time. Like he'd only, right. it was like episode three or some shit. I, I can't remember, it was early, maybe that's an exaggeration, but it was early and they still had not worked out like any of the technical kinks at all the phones
2: were a big thing yeah and
5: nobody was screening the calls and so there (laughs) there was these trolls coming through that were like like hey i heard you only have one testicle and he's like you know tom green you can never tell when tom green is actually upset or when he's sort of feigning upset or like like, just doing it for the show. Yeah, like right. kind of upping right. it for the for the theatrical value of it, or maybe it's both. I hope it's both, kind of, because he seemed it irritated winnings. that. Yeah, time. no, he was he was definitely not entirely faking it. Sure. But then um, we were drinking wine, as I recall, and then there's just Guar behind me, just over your shoulder. Yeah, it's so <laughs> great. And so I just at some point I just had to be like, well. In for penny and for pound, horse mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just...
2: then pig mask, then big pro wig. Yeah, yeah you, you just had stuff.
5: to go. It was so it was so crazy. I just had to go with it. I actually thought it was really fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun to watch. You yeah, just yeah. didn't know what was going to happen next. Yeah, it was chaos. I was, yeah. But that, I like. I mean, I would way rather do that than like something like this. No, <laughs> so, no, 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 not at all. No, this is totally cool. No, I, I was going to mention another thing I did, but I, I think that would be impolite, so I won't. Uh, no, uh, like please it. do. No nah,
2: come on. Nah. All right, man. Well, if you're not going to bring it up, that's all the questions <laughs> I got for you. Cool. It's nice to meet you, man. I look forward high. to
5: seeing the movie, man. Okay. Right. Nice to meet you.
2: Yeah, nice. meet you. All right. So I think that's going to do it for the audio interviews. Is there anything else uh, you guys wanted to touch on from the con?
3: We didn't get to go to the clerk's panel. Because it was at, like, 6 o'clock or 7 on Saturday. It
2: was, uh, (laughs) yeah, 7.30, I think, based on... Yeah, it was really late. That's that's another thing. These maps, okay, the maps for the con floor layout, these maps were just useless because, okay, I've got this unfolded looking at it here. And there's a whole list of all the exhibitors and guests, and next to their name is a number. And typically on these maps... You find the name of the person you want to see, check their number, and then you get on the map and find where that table is on the map. Lead leads you right there. Tell me what point it matters, what, what point it is to have all these names and numbers next to the names and then have a map that doesn't have a single number
3: on it. No, nope, it's just color-coded. This is where these are. There is no point in any of it being there. <laughs> no.
0: At all. So, So for the listeners that are just checking this out, audio only if you're ever at a mall and you see like the the store listing signs just imagine all the stores listed out and just the map to go with that is just a solid block that says mall
3: yeah <laughs> it's in the mall <laughs> number 14 is dairy queen that's very that's located in number three food that's very accurate. Like, it, if it was a
2: map of the mall without any of the stores <laughs> sanctioned off. Just one big block. So that was that was kind of uh, frustrating. But anyway, anything else we wanted to say about the con, guys? No, it was a good weekend. It
3: was a great It was weekend. nice to go. It was go. a lot of fun. For two days to Mm -hmm. Cleveland, because we've never done that before.
2: No, we've been up there several times, but not, you know, stayed overnight for the two-day experience. And, you know, we got to do a lot of cool other things, too. We got to go to Evergreen, Mm -hmm. check them out. That was definitely
3: cool. It was very, very fun to go see them them and visit.
2: Yeah, Evergreen being the network, we're uh, very (laughs) proud to be a part of. This is the first time their headquarters are in Cleveland. And uh, we decided to, before the con started, go hang out with them, check out uh, their facilities and... I just brainstorm, strategize for the show, get Mm -hmm. some munch, get some lunch, just had a great time. Uh, so if they're ever hearing this, big thank you to them, (laughs) absolutely. I I doubt that they are, though. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and then on the way home, we got to uh, well, we stopped at a place called Sweets and Geeks, oh, that's right, yeah, and which is pretty much a toy and candy store. And it seemed like the you know, the biggest bang for your buck going there, I mean. Where they're making their money is candy.
0: Definitely. Oh, for, sure. for um, sure.
2: They did have toys, but it's not the same kind of toy store that typically we like going to. We like going to like retro toy, vintage toys, looking through stuff people have owned, stuff that's worn. This was all very much uh, new kind of trinkety kind of stuff. A lot of most, tabletop. Almost,
3: games D yeah. models then war- there was
2: like a whole section that was like yeah D, warhammer the whole shit like wall
3: that. of magic and pokemon yeah
2: yeah yeah and they had all kinds of like uh great big like there was a life-size all the simpsons sitting on their couch there yeah. <laughs> life-size et there was wonder woman superman batman robin a stormtrooper uh, i think there was a betty boop there's all kinds of yeah, uh, was. different uh characters it, it was a very cool place but um just not so much for me. Mm-mm. It was cool to see on the way home. I'm glad, you know, that wasn't like a special day trip where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs>
3: yeah, we're gonna drive two hours to go to this candy yeah. store. What have we done?
2: But uh so that was cool. And then on the way home, this is going to seem like nothing to most people. But one thing <laughs> that we miss uh, very much is Hardee's restaurants.
3: Then we go to Candare Road Shows or Road Trips. We usually take a stop at a Hardee's Carl's Jr.
2: Right, it's typically attached to like a Love's gas station, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, because we went to this uh, Sweets and Geeks, we were coming back uh, some back road, you know, trying to get back to the interstate, and came across a Lone Hardee's. It was Stand like a, it was like it had been dumped in the country, like a, like somebody <laughs> dumping a dog. Like, all right, you're free to go play because it was really just next to nothing.
3: It was like Clark Griswold finding that tree. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it was was like I was was. telling you guys, it was like a mirage, like out in the middle of like God's country, there's just a hardy, it's like sitting there, like it's like it was meant to be, but Mm -hmm. so we had some hardies and then came home, but yeah, overall, just a, uh, one hell of a fun weekend, um... (laughs) had to muster up and more energy than my I'm capable of mustering up typically but mm-hmm. took a few days to recover you know Sunday
3: and most of today was recovery yeah for me. I think I'm <laughs> finally back the feet
2: were hurting for days <laughs> yeah. after yep. that and just trying to catch up on uh, sleep but I think that's going to do it head over to Fan Expo HQ to check out more on uh, Fan Expo and where future shows are going to be And uh, we're going to have a video of this episode on YouTube if you guys want to check that out. So uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode unless you guys have anything else.
3: Uh -uh. Well, Jack, what do we have on the Uh website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can listen, like, follow, subscribe, buy some merch, become a patron, see some YouTube videos. Like the video of this podcast with images and whatnots. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page.
2: And don't forget to find us on Twitter at air Pod and on Instagram at Cand underscore air. Um, a lot of the pictures that go with this episode are on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. So uh, you can see what we're talking about if you're not watching the video. And uh, don't forget to go, like uh, Jack was saying, at CandarePodcast.com. Don't forget to check out the website, but also don't forget to uh, click on that merch link or on the Patreon link. Uh, If you want to show your support and get something in return for said support. And if you don't have the money to support us that way, just head to your podcast player of choice. Leave us a review. Leave us a five-star review, preferably. But uh, (laughs) whatever you feel is fair, uh, because that definitely goes a long way into helping us get uh, more exposure. It's not just helping us feel good about ourselves. Any given network or player or whatever that you have a lot of good reviews on, or just, I think, a lot of reviews, period, you'll get extra exposure. So yeah, that helps too. And, uh,
0: Randy, evergreenpodcast.com. Check us out. Check all the other shows out. Exactly.
2: I think that's going to do it. So until next time, I am Jeremy Collie. I'm Jack Doherty.
0: And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. Be excellent
2: to each other.
3: are mean, so I'm running away from home. Where you gotta go? I don't know yet, but that'll show them.
2: (laughs) It sure will. Shipwreck! Parents just don't understand, and it gets lonely on the road, so be sure to listen to the Canned Air podcast. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.
0: G.I. Joe!
3: This has been a Canned Air production.